You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blissful Living Show. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson, and I have another great show in store for you. And we're going to talk about um, some things with regards to empowerment in various areas of our life. So I'd like to tell you at this time, as you know, like I do, please find a place where you can sit for a few minutes, take some time out for yourself, get something to write with because you're going to want to take notes. There's lots of nuggets of gold that's shared in the show. And get your favorite beverage because really this is a really loving, nurturing time for just you or whoever you're listening to the show with. But it's really a loving, nurturing time for you just to take a few moments out of the day to not only focus on yourself, but focus on loving yourself and receiving the information that the guest is going to share in this episode of the show. So while you're doing that, I'm going to take care of some business. Let me thank our sponsors. First of all, let me thank Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. They help you to unlock your bliss by balancing the pillars of wellness, wisdom, and well. And as we transition into this new season, so to speak, you want to check out all of the free stuff that they have to help you do exactly what you want to do as we transition into this new season. So again, check out Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U. Com. And then the next sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated. All Day Cable Incorporated is a telecommunications installation company located in San Jose, California. They've been in business for over 30 years. And what they specialize in is network distribution, setting up your telecommunications uh, via your voice data, fiber optic cabling, wireless access points, audio, video, speaker systems, whatever you need to help you be able to communicate effectively and efficiently with your customers in the world, you need to have all-day cable because they do it right the first time. And so if you're in need of telecom installation, a voice data fiber optic cabling, or anything that goes with how we do our our business today via computers and telephones and all of that good stuff, then you want to check out All Day Cable Inc. at alldaycableinc.com. Now, let me tell you about the listeners, since, I mean, the guests, since we've taken care of business. Uh, let's talk about the fabulous guest. Her name is Lisa Erickson. And Lisa is an energy worker specializing in women's energetics sexual trauma healing, chakra manifestation, and kundalini awakening. She is the author of Chakra Empowerment for Women and the Art and Science of Meditation, both published by Llewellyn Worldwide. Now, Lisa is, a, is certified in mindfulness meditation instruction and trauma sensitivity and has trained in a variety of healing energy and somatic modalities. She is a member of the 
Breathe Network, a nonprofit dedicated to supporting holistic healing and healers for sexual trauma survivors. And so we're going to talk with Lisa about energetics, our subtle body. I'm sorry. We're going to talk with Lisa about energetics, our subtle body, and how to work with it for health, growth, and success. So Lisa, 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 welcome to Blissful Living. Thank you so much, Rochelle. I'm so glad to be here, and I loved your introduction and this idea of this being a self-care time. So important. So I hope everyone is able to sit down right now and and uh, listen with us as uh, as they care for themselves. I love it. You know, um, the beautiful thing is uh, people don't always pay attention to that. And so when I do that little mm-hmm. thing, it's just really, I mean, the show is, what, 30, maybe 35 minutes. It's just a little bit of time that we can take for ourselves during the day that does us so much good. So mm-hmm. I've been doing that since forever, it seems like. And I think people appreciate it because it just kind of gets them set like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to take a few minutes, get my little, you know, lemonade or water or a cup of tea or coffee and, uh, you know, just enjoy 30 minutes of some really informative information that's going to help me have a better life as I travel down my path to bliss, which is why you're here. And so I'm <laughs> so excited to, to, to talk to you and to share with, hear you with the listeners with regards to the conversation and our topic of discussion. And boy, I'm stumbling all over my words today. I don't know why, <laughs> probably because I have so much I want to say and they're all trying to come out at once. But, uh, not, and that's not unusual for me, but I want to jump in because we're going to be talking about energetics. And I think it's really, really an important subject that people really don't pay attention to. Um, can you share with us, with regards to energetics, First of all, let's just define energetics. When we're talking about energetics in our body, what exactly does that mean? Yeah. Well, many, many traditions all around the world, healing traditions, spiritual traditions, have talked about this idea of an energy body or a subtle body that we all have that intersects with our physical body, our psyche, our mind, our emotions, and our spirit. And the most common thing that people may have heard of is chakras or meridians. Those are the kind of two words related to the energy body that we can work with. And they really are at the foundation of yoga and things like Reiki Reiki or even acupuncture. These are actually all energy medicine or energy healing modalities that people may not realize when they do yoga or they go to acupuncture that they're working with their energy body, but they are. And there's a lot of other ways that are very accessible that anyone can learn to tune in to the energy centers in their body and make that part of a healing program or a goal achievement program or a personal development or spiritual program for themselves. So when you say subtle body, I just want to... make sure that we have the listeners all clued in, so to speak. But when you say subtle body, what exactly is that? Because I know people are out there like, well, what do you mean subtle body? It's just one body. You know what I mean? It's just me mm-hmm. and one body. And what, is, what are they talking mm-hmm. about? This is too woo-woo for me. And so I want to help educate people so that as we dive in more, they can grasp the concept and it doesn't seem like we're talking a foreign language. So if you would mind sharing what is a subtle, our subtle body what is that 
Yeah. Well, I use energy body and subtle body interchangeably, but just like we have a physical anatomy, you know, we have our stomach and our heart and our liver and all these through our brain. We have a subtle body that has an anatomy and it's sort of overlaid. It intersects with our physical body. And that's getting a little technical, but the main way that it intersects is through our nervous system and our endocrine system, our glands. And we talk about energy centers, just they're like the organs of your subtle body. Like we have a stomach and a liver, et cetera. We have what's called chakras or energy centers. There's different mappings of them, but the most common mapping is seven energy centers that are arrayed sort of even with our spine, parallel to our spine, from our tailbone all the way up to the top of our head. And each chakra represents, is connected to different parts of our physical body, and also different aspects of our psyche, like our heart chakra right in the middle of our chest, which we often feel, which we don't realize we feel, but if you feel a warmth in your chest when you feel affection towards someone, that warmth is an energetic sensation if you really think about it, wanting to hug someone to you. That's a natural sensing of the heart chakra, which is linked to our physical heart, but isn't the same thing as our physical heart. So that's what we're working with is this energy body part of us, these chakras. I love it. I love it. Um, now that you all have a better idea of what we're talking about when we're mentioning the term subtle body and, and, and energetics um, within the body, now you kind of have a, a clue of, as to what we're talking about. So I'm going to really dive in. So now, <laughs> why should we even care about our energetic, you know, the energy body or the subtle body. Why should we even care? Because every, everything is focused on our physical body. So why should we care about something we can't even really see? Yeah. It is another tool, and it's a very powerful tool for working towards healing and empowerment. And for some people, it really resonates once they connect to it. I really believe everyone has to find the tools that work best for them. So there's nothing that works for everybody, right? But, you know, we talk a lot in, in recent decades, we've really come to understand holistic look at this, at ourself, right? When we're under stress, psychological or mental stress, that impacts our physical health. Right? When things happen in our physical body, they don't just happen in a vacuum. Right? And healing, when we lower, we need to lower our stress levels and activate certain feelings of well-being to maximize our body's ability to heal. And that's the same with you know, success in our life. Mind and body are all connected. If we're suffering physically, it's difficult for us to work towards our personal goals or feel spiritually connected. So the energy body is a really powerful tool we're sort of working on, on, on multiple levels. It's not a replacement for physical medicine, but it's not a replacement for maybe therapy if you're working through something really difficult. But it can augment both of those things because it connects those things. So if you have patterns of stress, for example, you may have been told, oh, you need to meditate. And there's a lot of different kinds of meditation. And some people focusing on the breath is great. But if you Chakra meditation can bring a whole other component to it. You sort of focus on, in that case for stress, I would have someone focus on their heart chakra and their root chakra at the tailbone, which is about feeling safe and calm in the body. And focusing on those two energy centers is a powerful way of shifting what's going on in your physical body. So that's kind of the reason. It's really part of holistic growth and holistic medicine to uh, bring in working on your energy body. 
So working on the energy body is, I know it's very powerful. It has, you know, mm. wonderful, wonderful benefits to, uh, to the individual doing that. With regards to our health and well-being, does our subtle, subtle body or our energetic body talk to us when it comes to our health and well-being? For instance, is there something that, and I know you're going to say yes, <laughs> but is there something that, um, you know, resonates, for instance, you know, when you kind of, I'm going to give it away, but you know, when you're walking down the dark alley and that little hair that you have on your back kind of raises yeah. and you're like, mm, I'm going to turn around and go the other way. Mm-hmm. Is it, does our inner, does our energetic body or our subtle body, you know, talk to us like that when it comes to our health and well-being, or just things like I just mentioned, is that, is that what it's all about? Or, um, or is it just kind of sitting dormant in the background and as we ebb and flow and make whatever decisions we make in life, good or bad or indifferent, just kind of sits back and it's barely blinking like that little tiny light flashing. And if we're not really tuned into it, we can miss it all together. Or, you know, is it like things we, we really should be paying attention to, but we don't know that it's that inner, that our energetic body is talking to us. Yeah, I mean, it's active all the time, and we can learn to ignore it. And unfortunately, sometimes as children, we are taught to kind of ignore those senses, those <laughs> subtle senses, you know, but that sixth sense that we've come to call it or intuition, it is really linked to our energy body because just like our physical body, we are receiving physical sensations all the time. Like right now, there's other sounds in the background that our brain, our, our ear is picking up the vibration of, but we're, we're screening them out, right? Like there may be cars going mm-hmm. by or dogs barking in the distance. We're, our brain's screening them out. It's the same with our energy body. It's picking up the vibration of someone who might be following behind us or someone who's angry with us. We're picking up these things. Emotions have energy and we can sense them uh, around us, right? And so, but we learn to ignore that. And so part of working with your energy body is tuning into this whole mm. other level of uh, subtle connection. Now that, interestingly enough, kind of brings up another challenge because there can Hmm. be individuals, especially women, who are empathic, who are really energetically absorbent already, but don't know it. So they're unconsciously picking up the emotions of others in their energy body, and they don't know it. And what they could benefit from is some energy boundary work, which really rotates around the navel chakra, like really learning how to just center in your own energy and emotions and not pick up others. And energy and chakra focus can really help with that as well. You know what? You just touched on a great point, and I'm going to dive, just just go I'm going to take that left turn, so Mm -hmm. to speak, and dive into us women um, Mm -hmm. and be an empath. Now, I know um, there are a lot of people in the healthcare profession um, that tend to be empathic, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that that is something that is taught in nursing school, not to be uh, Mm -hmm. sympathetic to the patient, but to be empathetic to the patient. And I think um, for nurses, and I want to say physicians, but I'm going to talk about nurses because that's what I know the best, um, being one. Um, I think for nurses, in order to be a really, really good nurse, you have to have that empathetic part within you mm-hmm. um, because you have to detach from 
the patient and whatever they presented, how they presented, whatever they did to present, and really hone in on taking care of them, but still have that loving, caring nature about you to do that. And sometimes that's hard depending on what you're dealing with. So with regards to women, I think we tend to be a little bit more empathetic than or empathic than men, but how can we utilize this energy? Or let me, let me rephrase it because we're more receptive to being empathetic. um, What should we do? Or how can we recognize when we've tapped into absorbing the emotions mm-hmm. of others and thinking that there are, that are, you know what I'm saying? Like, for instance, yeah. your kid, your kid falls, you know, they bump their head, they have to go get stitches. You're very like, you know, emotionally connected to your kid. They're upset, you know, blah, 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 blah. You're absorbing all that energy. Um but we have a boundary. We know, okay, this is that my baby. He's going to be fine. He's not going to die from getting two stitches, right? Um, but there are other times where we absorb the energy of those around us and we don't even know it. And our mood changes and the ebb and flow of our day That's changes. Right. How can we recognize when we've, we've absorbed this energy that's not ours? And what can we do to, to redirect ourselves so that we stay in our own energetic space? Yeah, oh, you've touched on so many fascinating things because in I, 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 I yeah, you know I um I specialize kind of in women's energetics and in a lot of the traditional mm-hmm. teachings on energy bodies, there are differences in women's and men's subtle bodies just like there are in uh, our physical bodies. One of them has to do with the mother-child line. There's a unique line between mothers and their children. So you just spoke about Ooh, I didn't that. Even we know all that. know, especially <laughs> yeah. I mean. I think anyone who's been a mother, you intuitively know that your energetic connection, especially when your children are young, is different, right? It is unique. Right. Uh, and so learning how to manage that, some women can get overwhelmed by that, especially when their children are young. And energy tools can help you learn how to sort of close that line and self-care, which you need to do that periodically so you're not overwhelmed. But in a moment like that, when your child is injured, that connection is of great benefit to them, right? You're really soothing them energetically without knowing it. You're really sharing and trying to calm them. But the challenge is, especially if you're in a caretaking job as a nurse, a, a therapist, a teacher, so many, so many roles that have been so challenged in the last couple of years, uh, so demanding, um, you can really get overwhelmed. And, and what I always say is, okay, open heart, but closed energy body. <laughs> you can mm. emanate out compassion and caring but not take the suffering of the people around you into your body or the anger or whatever it is that they're throwing around, right? Uh, and you can, there is a way to do that. And it really centers on the root chakra at the tailbone, the navel chakra at the belly, and learning how to create what I call the second skin or this filter around you where you can emanate out caring, but nothing gets in and you maintain your own energetic integrity. I think to figure out how much of a problem this is, it's really about noticing how much does your moods or your thoughts, your state of mind swing uh, around other people. And um, you may think it's all yourself. You're like, oh, I'm just moody today, you know, but really think back. Wait a minute. Who did I talk to today? Who did I interact with? When did my mood shift? Usually you can trace it and you can realize, wow, I'm really... I am just like a piece of driftwood being thrown around in the waves of other people's emotions, right? And if that's right. the case, some focus on the navel chakra can really help in particular. So now when you say focusing on the navel chakra or 
the navel just for, you know, people out there listening. Um, yeah. What exactly should we do? Like, okay, I'm having this, the, you know, these, these emotions that I know they're not mine. I picked them up because I was at the grocery store and it's just all kind of chaos. Right. And so, mm-hmm. you, you know, I'm yep. sitting in my car and I'm like, I'm just feeling like anxious and tense and angry, but I have no reason to because I've been in this grocery store. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sitting in the car and I want to dispel this because I know I've picked up energy that doesn't belong to me because I'm an empath. How do mm-hmm. I do that? Like, do I just like, okay, close my eyes and sit there and focus on my navel or, you know, the navel area. How can I dispel this energy that I've picked up um, mm-hmm. that doesn't belong to me in a good way? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a lot of different chakra tools for that. The one that I like to use is, you know, you can just quickly place a hand and it's really on your navel, on your stomach, and you activate this idea of the fire element in your in your navel center. So just kind of a little bit inside and below where your physical navel is, you would visualize almost like a candle there. This chakra, mm-hmm. this energy center, this part of our body, of our subtle body, is connected to the fire element. And fire is a purifying agent, right? So you activate the fire element. You just flash there for a moment and activate that. And that has this uh, impact that you may or may not feel right away, but you will over time if you work with it, of sort of centering you and and burning away what you've picked up from other other people. Really what I advise is if someone's working on this in their life, they try to do this for a minute or two at home on their own and learn to connect with it at home in a protected space, even just a couple of minutes a day. And eventually then when you are out in the grocery store, all you have to do is put your hand on your belly, flash on this visual of that flame for a minute, and it activates because you've learned how to do that. You've trained yourself how to do that. It's just like going to the gym and doing muscle exercises to build muscles, learning to work with your subtle bodies, the same thing. Practice a little bit at home and then out in the world, you'll be able to utilize these tools when you need them. Oh, I love it. Love it. Thank you for sharing that because I know people are like, you know, I pick up energy and sometimes I don't even realize mm-hmm. I pick it up and, you know, or I woke up feeling good and then started interacting with the family, you know, kids and the husband. And now I'm like in a really bad mood and I don't even know why because nothing happened to put me in that mood and probably picked up yeah. the energy of the kids and the husband. So now mm-hmm. we've just given them something that can help them come back to their center which is beautiful and, and stay in their energy. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you work with, um, with uh, you know, women and women's energetics. Mm-hmm. And I love this little area that I'm getting ready to ask you about. But mm-hmm. the whole hormonal thing with us women, mm-hmm. you know, our body mm-hmm. and our energies change through pregnancy, postpartum, perimenopause, menopause, and postmenopausal. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we women are so beautiful because we, mm-hmm. the divine thought, you know what, I'm going to give all this stuff to women, having the kids and going through all these different changes because I know they're strong. They're my strong species mm-hmm. and they can handle anything. My guys, mm-hmm. well, they're my guys, but mm-hmm. my women are my strong, strong backbones, right, of, the, of mm-hmm. everything. So um, mm-hmm. with regards to our energy as we ebb and flow as women through all these different phases of our lives, how does 
our energy body change as we ebb and flow, say from, you know, getting our first period to not having a period anymore and in between having kids and all that stuff. How does our energy body change during all of this? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the way you just described all of that. And that is exactly <laughs> what's reflected, you know, in some of the energy body teachings that yes, through our second chakra, which is in our womb space, it's in our pelvic bowl. That's where you focus for the second chakra. That's where men and women are different. We're connected to primordial creation, right? Whatever that means to you, it's a creative force. And you may use it to have children. You may not. You may use it in other ways too, but uh, it's this, we're connected to uh, creation in that way. And we have, we run in cycles. We have these monthly cycles and we have these different life cycles. And our energy body ebbs and flows, waxes and wanes like the moon. Um, it sort of at times is more absorbent and at other times it's more closed. We're like those, uh, those night flowers that open at night and then close <laughs> during the day. It's like our energy body opens and closes, opens and closes. When we're menstruating, it's becoming more open and emanating out as we move into ovulation, and it becomes more sensitive and inward pulling as we move into menstruation. So then we need more help with boundaries around that time. We tend to be more empathic in the days leading up to our, our period. Same postpartum. We have, you know, our, we give, our body gives a lot of energy, just like it gives a lot of nutrients to this womb space. And postpartum, we need to regenerate both our nutrients for our own body and our second chakra energy and get it flowing through uh, our body. And that can really help with uh, postpartum depression or preventing that. And then perimenopause and menopause. And I'm covering all this really quickly. We could do a whole show on each one, you know. I know. This is a magical time, which we're not, you know, yeah, you know, menopause, we're not. We really, we view it, it, it's sometimes presented very negatively and it can be challenging, but it's really an opportunity to rebirth ourselves. We're experiencing in our energy body, yeah, surges of spiritual energy that if we really meet it, we really enter into this phase of being wise women. It's a time when energetic gifts like intuition or healing or, uh, spreading the word of whatever it is we ha- wisdom we have to share with people can really blossom and magnify if we can meet these energetic surges in that way. So I do a lot of, you know, tools for those, all of those transits that we just talked about. Oh, I love that. I, I, I love, that was so beautiful. I mean, um, particularly, you know, just how you share with, you know, from the, from first menstruating until no longer menstruating, but the whole, <clears throat> the whole perimenopausal, menopausal, and postmenopausal uh, phases of our life, the way you described mm-hmm. it was beautiful because I, I do see what you just said with regards to women in that age or those age ranges, because it, you know, sometimes it's just starting in your 30s, but in those age ranges, I do see women that seem to open up mm-hmm. and, you know, they may have been a corporate raider when they were in their twenties, you know, twenties, thirties, and maybe early forties. But then, you know, here they're approaching 50, they quit the corporate raider job and now they're into sharing wisdom about uh, floral essence or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, it's like so complete. Like you were like that, you know, tighten on the, on the, on the football field. Yep. 
and now you're like this beautiful ebb and flow. I think of back in, okay, I'm really dating myself, but think of the flower children in the 60s, you know, that, you know, the hippie people, they just ebb and flow with life and, you know, however life yeah. took them or wherever it took them, it was good. It was beautiful, you know. So you described it so beautiful because I've, I've been seeing it. And I think as the world is coming back to somewhat some kind of stimulants of normalcy, um, I've seen it a surge in the last couple of years, particularly really what's in the last 18 months where, you know, women have just said, to heck with this. As we see mm-hmm. the huge migration of women quitting a job and starting businesses, it, it, it just, I mean, I don't know how to just describe yeah. the, the ah, that I got when you were sharing that, but it's exactly what's yeah. happening right now in our society. And it's beautiful because it's happening in all of those phases of life for women. And, um, and it's probably something that has never happened before. At least we don't know about it, but it's probably something never happened before like it is now. So thank you for sharing that. And, and, um, you know, that wisdom, because I think as women, we get, we beat ourselves up so much, Mm -hmm. so much. And we receive so many negative messages. Yeah. Especially about aging. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we do, you know, and, um, and we're here to share with you listeners out there that aging is beautiful. Every phase mm-hmm. of our life is beautiful. We go, we'll have different energetics and different phases of our life, but that's how it's meant to be. And it's beautiful. Instead of fighting it, embrace it. And you'll, you'll discover some beauty within that change uh, with regards to energetics of you and your and and the way you're traveling down your path to bliss, so to speak. Okay, I have time for one more question. <laughs> Yay. Maybe two. Let me see. Um, I'm gonna say two. What is manifesting and mm. how is working with your energy body part of that? Because I know that's a huge topic right now. So can you yeah. share your wisdom with regards to that? Yeah. Manifesting is really like trying to, you know, create new things in our life, birth new things. So whenever we have a goal, we want a new job or promotion, or we want to move to a new place or even a partner, a new partner or manifest more friends, or, you know, it could be a lot of different things, goals that we have in our life. It's how do you work towards that in a broader way? Obviously you have to take pragmatic steps. Like if you want a new job or an apartment, you have to look for it. (laughs) You have to start looking, right? right? You have to take some action. Um, But on the energy, level, it's also, you know, we've talked about the law of attraction. You've probably talked about that on your show, show before. The idea of how do you energetically and emotionally sort of uh, attract what it is that you want into your life? How do you feel as if you deserve it and really as if you already have it so that it makes it more possible to believe it? Because so often it's our own fears or feelings that we don't deserve something that hold us back from going towards something. So that's really how I work with the chakras in terms of manifesting is how can you tune in on those inner false self-beliefs or wounds or uh, imprints from past trauma or negative messaging you've received from others or abuse? Uh, How can you heal from those and shift into feeling what it is you want more of? What it is, if you want that new job, what is it you want more of? Is it more prosperity, more respect, more community, more ease, less stress? How can you uh, align yourself with that energetically in addition to the pragmatic steps that you're taking to manifest your goal? So it's kind of the inner work. 
yeah, to go with the outer work. Gotcha. Now, is there a cert- are there certain chakras that we should be focusing on for manifesting, or should we, or you know, all seven of the chakras within the with you know the main chakras? I'm going to say, yeah. or should we be focusing on all seven of the main chakras when it comes to manifesting? Well, usually people have one area where they may be troubled, and the chakras are kind of a way of dealing with it. I talk about the downward path of the chakras is manifesting. So the top chakra is the crown and the third eye. These are about the idea. And then those lower chakras are about getting it done, the plan mm. and uh, obstacles and then birthing reality. Some people are real, they always have great ideas and they can't do stuff. Some people, you know, right. they are great at doing stuff, but they, they can't like really tune into what is it they actually want, the idea for how they want to change. So it really depends on the person. Some people have difficulty verbalizing, so that's throat chakra. So the chakras can become, you know, and that's, it's kind of more than we can maybe do in one question, but they can become a way of looking at where do I get stuck when I'm going, when I'm trying to change, when I'm trying to bring something about. And then you can focus in on that chakra. And you can also use this whole downward model, this downward path, from idea to reality as a way of looking at your manifesting process. Wow, Lisa, thank you so much. I mean, I had another question, but we're out of time. So I want to thank you because I think um, we have to bring you back, of course, now. Um, But I think... I'd love to. (laughs) Yeah. I would love to bring you back because, you know, it's great. I I think we you, you shared a lot of wisdom about just our subtle body, um, our energetics, us women, how we can tap into things, um, utilizing our chakras, which is part of our subtle and energetic bodies, um, and so many other words of wisdom and nuggets of gold when it comes to just tapping into ourselves and being okay with tapping into ourselves because it's okay to tap into ourselves. It's what we're supposed to do so that when we do travel down our path to bliss, we can recognize when we need to ebb and flow or dip and dodge, so to speak, or, you know, be like that court, the running back on the football, you know, you're trying to avoid the, the tackler, so to speak, and you know how to go to the left, to the right, and avoid that. Um, and all of this helps us to be better. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on Blissful Living. Um, the Blissful Living Show, it's been just a really nice, soothing conversation. And uh, yeah, so we'll have to bring you back. So thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Rochelle. Yeah, it's been my joy to speak with you. I love the way and everything you talk about as well. Oh, thank you so much. And to our listeners, see, I told you, nuggets of gold. You took a few minutes as we, as me and Lisa started out the conversation about taking a few minutes. You took a few minutes, not long, but just think. you got nuggets of gold that you can utilize as you go throughout your day. And you will refer back to this conversation when you're feeling some kind of way, angry, intense. You'd be like, huh, what chakra am I chopping in? And, you know, did I pick up somebody else's energy? Because I was feeling, it, it, believe me, you will, you think you won't, but you will. And, uh, and then you'll hear Lisa's voice having you walk through some of the things and how you can kind of like release it real quick. So thank you, listeners. If you love the show, share the show with everyone you love and care about. And please subscribe to the show because it's important to get this kind of information out in the world. It helps us to become better each and every day, one by one, and eventually like the domino effect, it'll transcend through the world and we won't have any wars and we won't have people hating people for whatever because they're different and we won't, you know, we'll just be living in harmony. And I know that's the pipe dream and probably people are thinking, oh, yeah, 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 it's a pipe dream. But 
you know, if you put stuff out there, you never know who and how it will manifest. And so um, mm-hmm. if we all start doing a little bit each day, we can definitely create a much better world and safe place for us mm-hmm. all to live in. So thank you, Lisa. Thank you, listeners. And I want to thank our sponsors, Blissful Living For You at blisslivingforyou.com. Check them out. Get the free stuff. I'm telling you, it's amazing and it will help you in helping to balance your wellness, wisdom, and wealth. And then All Day Cable Incorporated, All Day Cable Incorporated, located in San Jose, California, which is a telecommunications installation company. So I want to thank both our sponsors. And again, I want to thank you listeners. Without you, this would not be possible. So thank you again. I am Rochelle Marie Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous. And until next time, I'm wishing you wellness, wisdom, and wealth. Have a beautiful day, everyone, and please stay safe. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on blissfullivingforyou.com. Until next week, may your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.